Welcome to today's episode of Practical Faith with Pastor Nick Cash. Practical Faith is all about providing real tools for integrating Christian faith into your everyday life. Today on Practical Faith, I'm excited to share with you that I am on the verge of a profound discovery in my life. It's one that will radically alter my understanding of the Christian life forever for the better. While this is an awakening for me, it's it's really older than time itself. Probably every other generation of believers has known it plainly, but up till recently, it's remained foreign and unknown to me. And here it is. In the past, I've mistakenly viewed discipleship as primarily an individual pursuit until now. The writers of the New Testament emphasize the communal nature of spiritual formation. Most of Paul's references to the word you in his writings were not to an individual or singular you, but to the corporate and plural form of you. Likewise, John said in his writings that he wrote what he wrote, that we may have fellowship with him and with the Father and his Son, Jesus, and so that our, again, this is like a plural use of the word you, that our joy together may be made complete in him. The writer of Hebrews gives us one of the most direct statements about the interconnectedness of all believers everywhere throughout time. In Hebrews chapter 11, it lists all these great heroes of the faith throughout the Old Testament, and it ends by saying, these were all commended for their faith, yet none of them received fully what had been promised, since God had planned something better for us, so that only together with us, they may be made perfect." Do you hear all the pronouns that are used there? All these great heroes of the faith in the Old Testament have not yet received all that was fully promised to them because God had something better in mind for us (laughs) and that together with us, they would somehow be made perfect. This is amazing to me. Somehow the sanctification of all the great martyred saints of old is tied to our sanctification today. That is crazy. I mean, how? (laughs) How does that work? What, What does it mean? Didn't they achieve and succeed, and didn't they reach the zenith of their spiritual formation when they laid down their lives for their faith in Jesus? I mean, when they died and entered his eternal kingdom forever, the more I study the word, the less I think so. And that's not to say they didn't go to heaven. It doesn't mean they didn't enter the glorious presence of King Jesus, not at all. What I mean to say is their perfection somehow is not fully complete until we have been perfected together with them. And that is huge. That shatters my little independent, self-centered view of growing in Christ as an individual. My own perfection somehow is tied to the perfection of others not yet born. People who I will never meet in this world, my perfection is also tied to others who are hundreds of years long dead. Our perfection together in Christ is not fully realized until all others are with us as well. What a statement that Jesus makes about the value of Christian community around the world and throughout time. So what do I get from all this? Well, what I get is that pursuing God is not the stuff of the rugged individualist. It's the business of the community of faith, the whole body of believers pursuing God, living in and sharing in his grace together, spurring one another on towards love and good deeds, sharpening each other, removing the specks and planks from each other's eyes, rejoicing with those who rejoice, mourning with those who mourn, bearing one another's burdens and fulfilling the law of Christ together. We'll talk more about this very interesting and very new to me concept of communal discipleship in the upcoming episodes of Practical Faith. Practical Faith provides five minutes of fuel for following Jesus in your everyday life. To find more ideas and free resources like these, visit us online at liketreesplanted.com.